Well, this is still in beta, and I'm Jesse, and this is William. He's with me, too. Yes. And and if we have to cut things off early, it's because I might have got food poisoning from the chicken I just ate. Oh, great. Well, that's exciting. It's exciting for me because I'm going to find out soon. Yeah, you, you, won't, <laughs> you won't really know what's going on inside you, but until it happens, until it kind of bursts forth some... <laughs> like some sort of... Some sort of alien monster. Yeah, but from behind. <laughs> that would have made that movie possibly way more terrifying. I don't know. If it came out the butt? Yeah, if it, if it like blasted out of the butt, like, would that have made it more terrifying or just silly? That would have made it just silly. That's the 2018 reboot where it's just a bunch of like fart jokes and stuff and some or it's, poop monster. Or it's like the Seth Rogen like farce movie. Yeah. It's just the... um, what? Yeah. What would they call that movie? Would they just call it Alien? Um, no. I mean, it's like just aliens out the butt, some kind of... <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> aliens out the butt. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's about... Yeah. Aliens out the butt. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. And at some point, there's like the alien... Delete that one. That one's stupid. <laughs> at, some, at some point, the aliens, you know, find their stash of weed or something and start just like... Totally, totally, totally ripping that stuff, and like that's where they are, and they're doing that together. And then they're like, "Okay, so the aliens find like Seth Rogen, Seth, right. Seth Rogen's weed, and what's the other guy? It's an all of his James Franco, James Franco, yeah, James Franco, Seth Rogen. Like they find their weed, uh huh, and then so the aliens just get really high, and then yeah. they stop bursting out of the butt, or well, they've already bursted out of the butt, so then they just kind of like chill on a couch somewhere, and like. The double mouth is like eating pizza or something. Yeah, it's like he's like double mouthing into like the bag of Doritos. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, one of them like. Uh, <laughs> one of them's like, you know, bogarting the, the bong or something. And then the alien like is just gets super pissed and starts like freaking out. And then they start. Then, then it's like back to business as usual. Oh, so that's like a little interlude. Okay, so it's just that's not like the whole movie. That's, that's not, not the whole it, movie. That's not how it ends. It's just no. the aliens get really high. Okay. No, no, they've got to kill or <laughs> well, no, they eject the alien into space like they do in the original movie. Right. So, are they on a spaceship? Then is that how with this? This yeah, they're in a spaceship. Yeah, they're it's on a, like, a spaceship. Okay, they're on a spaceship. They're like how did potheads become like operators of a spaceship? They're because they're I uh, I mean I almost said they're delivery boys and then I thought well that's too Futurama on those but I could see them being some kind of like space truckers or something. Well, I was actually about to say like weren't like the original cast of aliens weren't they basically just like space garbage men? I thought they were miners. I thought they were part of a mining. Oh, I thought they were like salvagers or something. It's been a while since I've seen that. Anyway, so these guys are space garbage men. That's all I'm getting. They're space garbage men. And yeah. that, because that, they're like salvaging like an alien. It's like, oh, you know, just typical typical space garbage, you know, a crash ship, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's bring it on. And they're like, oh, there's some crazy eggs on them. Yeah. And, yeah. And then it's aliens out the butt. Right. There it is. There's, there you go, Hollywood. 
<laughs> this is what you've become. <laughs> hey, but at least they're still doing original stories and not just remaking a bunch of things. And then now you're going to tell me that they did remake something. Like the... You remember the Blair Witch? Mm-hmm. They made a soft reboot of the Blair Witch. They made a soft reboot of the Blair Witch? What yeah. was it? Oh, it's called Blair Witch. Oh, that one's like... I've seen advertisements for that recently. Like, mm-hmm. is that like a new thing coming now? Yeah, it just released this year. And this is a James Franco movie? Wait a minute. No, I'm just talking about Hollywood. Oh, yeah, no. Hollywood in general sucks. I'm just saying James Franco and... Oh, and Seth Rogen. And Seth Rogen haven't, like, stooped to, like, remaking, rebooting anything yet. Oh. I mean, I yeah. guess you could say the Green Hornet, but that was like... There wasn't really a Green Hornet movie before that. And it wasn't like really a good movie, but. Yeah, I don't think there was a green. It was just a TV show, right? Uh, I don't remember. I don't know if a Green Hornet was ever actually a comic book as well. I assume it must have been. I think so. If not a comic book itself, it was at least based yeah. on something. But yeah, I mean, it was like it was definitely like an older one because it was like the super racist where he's got like the Asian manservant and all that kind of shit going on. Yeah. And it's just like his power is just having money. And... <laughs> yeah, he was like a he was kind of like Batman, but I think he also shot people and had a racist like Chinese Robin counterpart slash butler. Like he was his manservant. He wasn't. Well, he was his he was his chauffeur <laughs> during the day. And then at night when they put on the masks, he was also his like Kung Fu karate Bodyguard. Bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. I mean, I don't. I think he was getting paid for all of like that entire spectrum of things. I don't think he was ever like. So you think he got paid? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, there's definitely like we it wasn't like set in like the 1750s or whatever. Like there wasn't like indentured servitude. Yeah, I suppose. Still going on. Yeah. I guess maybe he was in the 1850s. Is that when it ended? So, yeah, it was. It was 1950s, not 1850s. So. Okay. They had automobiles. And it wasn't like automobiles and a, and a surprise. Like, they have to ring a bell when they come into town so that the horses don't freak out. It was like, yeah. what? An automobile? An auto car machine? Yes. <laughs> so, it, it, they had cars, so it couldn't have been that racist. No, no, not that it could have been that racist, that it couldn't have been an indentured servant or slave. Okay. It was definitely a paid employee. Yeah. Unless he was some kind of family friend or something. I guess, but it really just didn't seem like that. Nobody, no, I don't, no, yeah, I don't, I don't see any friend like at this level where it's like, I'm going to serve you, like be your servant in some fashion. I don't know. Maybe right. I'm wrong. I don't know either. I guess there's some there's there's some real doormats out there, so yeah. But he he also his mastery of kung fu. I don't think he was a like a doormat. I think it was more of just out of well, yeah. Anyway, um, oh, but speaking of comic book things, I I uh, it's been a while since we've talked about it, but last uh, on Monday, uh, Alamo. Drafthouse had was showing the 89 1989 Batman. And okay. man, that's a really good movie. 
<laughs> so <laughs> you still like it, huh? Yeah, it really it really holds up, and it's like got some really good filmmaking and stuff in it. Now, mm-hmm. some of the stuff's kind of weird, like the most of the soundtrack the, being the Prince, Prince video. Oh god. <clears throat> okay, so Alamo did some pre-roll stuff, <clears throat> and one of them was the Bat Dance Prince video, and but it. I couldn't find the right. I couldn't find the same one that they showed at the Alamo on YouTube. But man, that went on for a long time, and it was really weird. Like there's some. So Prince is made up half Batman and half Joker, like down like tallways, and okay. uh, and the video starts off with him on a TV screen with a with a like Batman logo cropped image of him. And he's just shouting, shouting things at the screen or at the camera. I don't know why he's doing it. And then he does that like four times or so. And then the music starts. What, what things is he shouting? Is it just like crazy old man? Like, the trees are going to eat you. No, ah. he's saying the same phrase. And I can't remember exactly what the phrase was. Um, it was, it was like shut the shut shut something down or something like that. I couldn't I couldn't quite tell what he was saying. Uh, and then, yeah, and then it moved into the music. And then so there's like a lot of choreography of Batman people and people dressed up as jokers and they're all doing things. And then there's a chorus of people dressed up as Batman and they sing Batman like from the seventies TV like show, na 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 na. Yeah, but they just say the Batman part. Okay. They just say they, yeah, they just say the Batman part. Batman. Yeah, and it's just every once in a while, and then there's a different prince with long hair, and he's not in any makeup. He's just in a leather vest, and he's behind a keyboard, but also not a a keyboard like a piano, and there's two of them, but that's also a computer, and it's a bat computer or something. And because I think he's in the bat cave, but he's like turning knobs and watching the video display of him also being the bat joker dancing. And he occasionally will say or sing things at the TV or just say things. It's really weird. It's a really weird video. And this went on for several minutes. And my (laughs) and I'm sitting there with my girlfriend and she leans over and she says, is this, is this does this just not make any sense? And I said, no, no, it doesn't. It's Prince. I don't know what's going on. And all of that was just lead up to mention that you've got a girlfriend now. Oh, well, I've had a girlfriend for a while. <laughs> but anyway, uh, oh, but man, the thing I liked most and like, well, about I, the Prince video or about the movie? No, about well, about watching it at the Alamo, other than it being like I've never seen it in a movie theater before. I've only seen it on like VHS or or Blu-ray or something. We didn't see it in the movies when we were kids. I could have sworn we went. I saw Batman Returns, but I don't remember. It was '89. Like I, I maybe I went to go see it. I don't know. You were like five or something. We didn't care about you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, And we by that time we had a VCR Mm -hmm. um, because we had Top Gun, which I also watched recently. That movie, not enough volleyball, right? That movie is oddly edited. Oddly edited. Yeah, it feels it feels like okay. So Batman's a good movie. It still holds up. There's a lot of really good choices and stuff that they made. 
I think Jack Nicholson is still the best live action Joker. Uh, better than Heath Ledger. Like Heath Ledger played the part they wanted him to play very well, but I don't think what they were asking him to do was a very good Joker. So, because uh, Jack Nicholson's having a good time, like <laughs> he's having fun, which is what I expect the Joker to do. Like he's laughing, and his laugh isn't like, uh, it's like joy from what he's doing. You know, like he just set a guy on fire and he's like, <laughs> you know, I'm glad you did. <laughs> he just starts cracking himself up. Yeah. And I'm like, that's great. You know, he just joy buzzered this guy to death in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. Anyway. But obviously the Mark Hamill one is the best. Well, yeah. Yes. He's I think he defined the Joker. He's defined the Joker for like several gen- generations. Yeah. I mean, there was like a good decade where it's like, that's that's it. That's what the Joker is. Yeah. And like, he's still doing the Joker in like the Batman games and stuff. Yeah. So like, there's so many, uh, ways for people to see that version of the Joker. Right. And well, and then there's like the killing joke. Yeah. He's going to be the voice of the Joker in that one too. Right. Yeah. Like he's the Joker and Batman is Kevin Conroy. And it makes a lot of sense. Cause that's, that's a pretty, um, That's kind of where they resolve a lot of stuff about them, like just being longtime rivals and things. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, perfect. Like the people who've been doing this the longest are doing this together. <clears throat> so, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah, one of the things I, okay. So I watching this, watching this Batman at the age I am now, because a lot, so much of when I watched it was back when I was five, to, you know, or a kid. And I didn't really watch it a whole lot since then. I just love the movie. And then, watching it again in the theater and like paying attention to it. Like I was watching it for the first time. Uh, there's stuff that I just totally missed and just took for granted, like watching it. Like what? So like, um, so there's one scene where, uh, it's, it's a, it starts as a shot that's on, um, like a, like a dossier or like a classified, file that's that's just got a few photos and one of them one of the photos is i think there's a manila folder that says like that has the classified stamp on it and then there's a photo that has just this guy with this like crazy grin and he's like a looks like a pow or something because he's got like a military helmet that's kind of like tossed to the side and he's lying on the ground and so it just starts on that and then uh like pans up and it's shows the Joker and the Joker's like cutting up photos of different people. And that's where he sees the photo of Vicky Vale. Um, it's, and it's all of the photos that Bob, Bobby, his number one guy, uh, had been taking in an earlier scene. But that scene right there establishes, uh, him like researching the, like the Smilex gas stuff that he releases later in the movie. Mm hmm. And it's, but it, it, like, if that was made today, like, he, they would have a whole bunch of just exposition about, like, people talking about him researching that and, and all of the stuff about how there was, like, he'd be watching some, you know, some film or something 
where scientists are explaining how they've got this gas that makes people crazy and makes them laugh to death or something like that. But in this movie, it's just like, there it is. And then he starts doing it, you know? Mm -hmm. And as a kid, I missed that. But this time I'm like, holy crap, it's right there. (laughs) Uh Like, that's where he gets the idea. It makes sense. And were all those photos, were those people he was blackmailing or doing, looking into or something? Uh, Some of them, yeah. Like, some of them were, like, the other mob bosses that he was trying to take control from. Um, That kind of deal. It was just, like, his his evil day planner. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, good movie. Oh, but I never said it, but the thing that I liked the most was... So, okay. So, I watched this, this, the VHS that we had of that just repeatedly when I was a kid. Like, I... I would just watch it all the time. And so ingrained in my mind is like the way that the, the way that the movie or the way that the VHS progresses is you've got a few previews, but then you've got this diet Coke commercial that has Alfred in it. And he's talking on the phone. And then from that, you go into this weird, like bugs and Daffy number where they're talking about like some kind of, uh, Warner brothers movie watching checklist. And you've got to have your, your Warner Brothers cap that you get from the Warner Brothers catalog that looks like a Batman logo, right? And and so that all of that stuff's at the beginning of the VHS, and then it kicks into the movie, you know. Well, at the Alamo, like some 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 beautiful person put that at the beginning of the movie, <laughs> <laughs> or they just popped the VHS in, and that's how you were watching it. <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, so as soon as that Diet Coke commercial started up, it just, like, threw me back, like, you know, <laughs> 25 years, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> did, did you go through that weird, like, spiral portal as you travel back and see a bunch of clocks going back? <laughs> yeah. There's always that one, like, cat clock with the eyes that tick back and forth. Oh, yeah, the Felix the Cat? Yeah, nobody has that clock. No. That, oh, that clock only exists in tri- time travel sequences. Oh. But yeah, I, whoever I have to, I have to tweet at Alamo or something that 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 basically made my night was <laughs> was reliving the the VHS like pre roll footage stuff that they had because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's like oh man, this is it, this is <laughs> so great. Yeah, there was some movie that I went to go see there though, but they literally did put in a VHS for it because they didn't have any other version, any other copy of it. There wasn't like a, they didn't have like a film roll version of it. Yes. Uh, I, I was, wait, that was, uh, that was Bill and Ted, right? That's yeah, when we go so. to, went to go see Bill and Ted. Cause that's what that was. they were going to try to, they couldn't find a 35 millimeter print that they wanted to show, but somebody did have an unopened copy of a VHS for that movie. And then they opened it in front of us and it was a and it was a, a blockbuster video VHS <laughs> yes. at that like shrink like wrap. So, so many like different crazy, just like throwback situations there. And it had like that whole commercial, like that. There was like the whole like contest you could sign up for and stuff that it advertised at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Oh man, <clears throat> yeah, that was awesome. That's <laughs> that that right there is one of the reasons I I, I go to. Alamo so much is just the weird like nobody no other theater is going to do this they're not going to show this movie or they're not going to show this movie in this way you know yeah 
So. And you can buy buy beer and, and yeah, and you can buy beer. Yeah. <laughs> there's, yes, there's lots of reasons. Yeah, but like you could go to you know one of those look cinemas or like an iPic or a Studio Movie Grill or something, and they they all do like sit in a recliner and eat while you watch a movie now. Yeah, um, that's but, definitely gotten more common. But yeah, but but the Alamo just has more personality and their special events. I go to their special events more than I do going to new movies. Yeah. Well, and, and they do a lot more crazy stuff. Like I know like the, when the new Ghostbusters came out, they had like an Ecto one. Oh yeah. They had the, yeah. Well, cause they've got the Dallas, uh, the Dallas Ghostbusters people who like yeah. restored the Ecto one uh, <clears throat> and it brought that out. So, yeah. And they, so. they also do like all, their whole, like, um, you know, they, they dress up and everything and yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah, anyway, I, I had to, I had to talk about that because that was a, <laughs> that was a really cool thing that happened. And it was Batman. So it's kind of relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, what have you, so you've, ha- you've actually played something recently. Yes. Besides the stuff that I've been playing, like the eternal struggle to finish fallout, which is still going on. Yeah. Um, I've been playing, so it's, it's also kind of a throwback, but it's kind of new because it's on the, on the app store now, but, um, on my iPad, I've been playing Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Yeah, that's the, that's the game that is basically a meme now, of uh, the objection or whatever, right? Yes. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Is that where Fish Head comes from too? Is that? I don't know. I don't know where Fish Head, it's like Fish Head Lawyer or Fish Head Businessman or something. I don't know exactly where that comes from. I thought it was from this, but I haven't seen any fish heads yet. I don't think it's really part of it. I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't about. know what I'm talking about? It's no. like a lawyer or a businessman or something. It's like a human body in a suit, and then the head is a fish. It looks kind of like a goldine. Is it like, uh, like, um, oh, what was that, uh, Earthworm Jim thing? Is he like a fish in a bowl? No, oh. like literally it's just a fish. Like your head is now a fish. Oh. Yeah. So it's like the other kind of mer person where the fish parts on top. <laughs> yeah, uh, but not it, like that one from Slayers, which was just really weird. It was like a fish and then like weird like stick arms and legs. Yeah. In that anime. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But uh it's a fun game. I think you would like it. I yeah. think because it's it's a little bit Point and click adventure, and then a little bit like logic puzzle kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So you uh, you are so you're the defense attorney for for someone, and it's very Perry Mason like because you you literally do like all the detective work because they'll be like, oh, one person who lied said this guy did it, so we arrested him, and now he's on trial. And <laughs> so it's like stuff like that usually, and. Um, so you go around and to different scenes and talk to people and gather evidence. And then you, so you have like that investigation period and then you go to a trial uh, phase where somebody will give a testimony and you'll listen to it and you'll go through it line by line. So they'll, they'll be like, I got here at three o'clock. He was dead when I found him. You know, there was no murder weapon when I was there and stuff like that. So they'll say, like stereotypes of different facts and you go through every single line that they say, and then you try to find a contradiction in their testimony 
mm-hmm. and then you'll go present a piece of evidence that says like like haha objection it's like because this photo shows that the murder weapon was still there and so then it's like you catch them in a lie and then they'll have to go back and adjust their testimony and then when they do that you'll catch them in another lie and it's so kind of like get this sort of snowball effect going where you catch them they they keep lying to cover up another line you you go through the evidence that you've got and find things to contradict them over and over again until you i and like you know most of the most of the witnesses you you'll just kind of contradiction to get them thrown out or to buy you time so that you can get another day to do more investigation oh, and then okay. finally like the last guy that you interview is always like the real killer ala perry mason yeah and then you like you you catch them and figure out what the real story is and then eventually they're all they'll always admit it on the stand just like perry mason where yeah. it's like Yes, you got me. I was the killer. And I do it again. You get him in a did you order the coat red kind of situation. <laughs> yes, kind of like that. Yeah. Um Yeah, that sounds kind of like how uh the Did you ever play LA Noir? I did. Yeah, but that one was not as good. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to get at. Is it sounds like the like a working version of that scenario. Yeah, because because you had you can literally catch them in a lie and say this photo proves that what you said is not true versus you were looking down into the left and you were lying because you weren't looking down into the right. Well, whatever the fuck stupid facial cues you were supposed to get from that game, which if you didn't have very good graphics on your machine, you couldn't really tell the difference anyway. Well, and the, the dumb thing about the way that that game worked was you had like, you're, they're telling the truth, their statements true, you doubt them or they're telling a lie. And in order to say they're telling a lie, you had to have found that piece of evidence uh, in your in your investigation rounds or whatever. Um, but you can still like that's still an option to do that. But also doubt. Is. Isn't. Doubt is softer language than how your dude reacts whenever you doubt something. Cause it's not like think of a clever way. Like it's not like you doubt them. And so you like respond in a clever way that makes them kind of trip up about the statement that they gave. Like your doubt button is like, so like, all right. So I like, I was talking, you know, whenever I was having the interview with like, there's a little, like a teenage girl or something who's like a rape victim or something. And, and, and so like she's giving her testimony and you've got like, okay, truth or doubt or a lie. And at that point, I don't think I had been able to do any like investigation stuff. Right. And so there's a part where she seemed kind of like withholding for inf- information. So I doubt her statement. And the guy's just like, you fucking did it. You did this. And he just starts like shouting down at her. And I'm like, whoa, man, I just thought she was a little, you know, uh, just not not being totally truthful here. And you're just like jumping down her throat. You need like a good cop, bad cop toggle as well or something. Yeah, you need like a sane cop toggle. (laughs) Because he just started flipping out. But that's like, that's what the doubt option was, is just like the... Like you don't actually have evidence and there's then that if you're using that button, that means there is literally no evidence that you could have found because the lie button is for the evidence to contradict their their lie. So this is like just 
strong arming them into saying something apparently yeah it's <laughs> it's messed up that whole game sucked though like there was uh, there was there was one there was one point in that game where and there's probably more than happened more than once but um but i uh I had used the, they they had these like intuition points or whatever to like help you through that interrogation process. And if you use one, there was one op, like there were you'd have like three per uh, scenario or something. And so you can use one to uh, remove wrong choices from the so interrogation. It was like a lifeline. Yeah, it was like a phone a friend or whatever. Or like remove a remove a remove a wrong fifty fifty. I'll take the fifty fifty. Yeah, that's basically what it does. <laughs> Uh, because it removes one of the three options, right? So I use this thing, and it removes one. I think it removed lie or something. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, he's definitely not telling the truth, so I'm just going to go use doubt. And and doubt's also wrong. And so, and I'm like, wait, what What just happened? So I go to an FAQ, and I'm like, what the hell was the right answer? Was it, was it lie? And yes, it was. It was lie. But the intuition point removed that as an option. Nice. I'm like, oh, great. Like, I don't know how many times that's happened over the course of this game. But, (laughs) jeez. Like, can't believe it got rid of that. That's awesome. How helpful. How helpful to use that. The hint button takes away the the proper answer. Yeah. That's fantastic. So it sounds like Phoenix Wright is a better game. Just in general. Well, in that sense. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it doesn't have a bunch of, uh, what is it? Celebrities from uh, Mad Men showing up. So. No. There's a lot more reading in this one, though, because it's all text. Yeah. So you have to put up with a little bit of reading. That's fine. It's an adventure game. I kind of expect that. Yeah. Although I'm much a bigger fan of the ones that have voiceovers. Oh, the voiceover adventure games? Yes. Yeah. Well, if they're good. Well, yeah. I I mean, clearly I would prefer the good thing to anything that's crappy. <laughs> right, I guess that is kind of... Uh. <laughs> well, I've been playing... Uh, whatever. Oh, I, I, I finished up... Uh, finished up The Witcher. I'm finally done with The Witcher. I finally finished it. I did all the DLC. I'm done. Uh, and I've got a, uh, uh, I've got a few different YouTube videos of all of the bugs and stuff that I ran into. So, um, several YouTube videos, huh? Yeah. Well, cause I had, the, I had the first one for like the main game and then I have a new one for like the, the blood and wine expansion stuff. But, um, it was good. It's a, it's real good DLC. They did a, did a really good job on all that stuff. Um, so I finished that and, uh, uh, the, that game journey, mm-hmm. um, became one of the like PS plus giveaway games this month. Which one is journey? Is that like where you're like walking in the sand forever? Yeah. You got a big scarf and you walk okay. in the sand. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> That game, uh, that game is totally fine. Um, <laughs> what a rave review. It's like, it's not 
what I'm into, and but I did play it, but I'm not going to pick it up again. Like I have no interest in doing anything more with that game. Um, the things that it's doing is basically it. Um, it exists for mostly aesthetics. Uh, it wants to be pretty, and it wants to have some good music. And for the most part, it gets kind of those things kind of right. There's like um, some things about the visuals that, just from a technology standpoint, aren't really there yet. And so it's those things kind of like um, stand out. So like the, all the scarf stuff, like all the like, uh, fabric, fabric, like all the cloth, cloth sim stuff is just not great because that's just not great in video games right now. And so that looks kind of bad at times, uh, compared to like the very stylized, like environments and everything that are going on. And, uh, uh, so it's mostly single player, uh, but it does connect to the PlayStation Network and like finds other people playing the game and will like just kind of pop another dude in. What is the purpose? Like, what are you doing? Oh, you are kind of you're kind of just moving forward and um, activating some uh, things with your. Uh... Scar? Yeah, kind of. So there's two buttons. Uh, so the, all right, there's your you're walking around button, uh, joystick stuff. There's your camera. Then there's jump, and but you can only jump when you've got enough scarf power. And then uh, as your scarf gets longer, you have more jump, and you pick up power ups that are scattered throughout the environment to increase your scarf power. And um, then you can also hit another button and you kind of make like a, like a boom sort of sound like a boom. And you can hold that down and it emits like a radius of like, like some kind of, some kind of, some kind of boop noise. (laughs) It's a radius of boop. It's It's not like a sonar. It doesn't like detect something. No, it doesn't detect anything, but it does like activate things it does emit like like some kind of scarf juice mm-hmm. and so um so what you'll do is you'll walk up to like you'll find these uh like things that kind of glow as you approach them and if you do the scarf or if you do the boop at them they'll turn on or you'll find like things that look like uh like ribbons or uh like tapestries and that kind of thing, and you kind of boop at them, and it'll activate them. Or you can run along them, and it'll activate them that way, too. And there's other places where, like, like to regenerate your scarf jump, you can, you find these little leaflets floating around, and they'll kind of attract to you, and give you more scarf jump. Uh, Is it like a win state? Is there, like, a level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's, like, a a handful of levels it's like four or five levels or whatever that you just kind of like go from point A to point B. Um, you activate these different uh, nodes to open up the progression forward. And 
there's other and and every time you get to like a level end condition, you find kind of like an obelisk thing that you activate, and then you have a short cutscene where a bigger white version of the guy in a hood looks at you and then you get kind of like a um you get sort of like an uh a, a i don't know exactly the word like a fairy dust on a tapestry sort of thing happened where it like reveals this the like unspoken narrative that they've got so it shows it reveals this sort of like tapestry mosaic uh, that's basically like the history of their people and and so that's that's what you do is you you go along this thing and you you jump around and you just kind of like slide through the sand and stuff and and then um and then you reveal that that thing it took a very long time to describe so little I'm trying to just like, like there's like a Tolkien description of a video game. It's just like so many words to say. You jump, you move, the end. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. There, so there's a couple things about their design that's like I feel like it's supposed to be a pretty chill game that like doesn't really take a lot of effort to to do, um, and. But there's two things that sort of ruin that for me. And one is their power-up system and how they've hidden them around. Because I can get pretty obsessive about collecting things. Like, if I know there's, like, a gameplay benefit to the thing that I'm getting, like, I'll try to get them all. And But the only way that I could get them all is by restarting the level over again. And the only way to do that is to quit the application, open it up again... And like continue from my last like checkpoint save, which took like several minutes. And all I want to do is like, let me just do that run again, you know, like a Tony Hawk game and just like, nope, restart. Let me do that again. And because it tells you how many you missed at the end or something. Yeah, there's like a little glyphs yeah. and it's like you missed one. And I'm like, damn it, I missed one. This is why I never got through that ninja game, too, that I had on Steam. I can't remember the, which one it was, but it was like, yeah, it was like you, you run through and it like show your stats and it's like okay, you fucked up, like, five times, and you missed these three things. And it's like, well, screw you, asshole, I'm gonna do it. It's like, next level, begin! I'm like, no! Yeah. Shut the hell up, I don't wanna play anymore. Yeah, yeah. so, That like, was why I think I never got past, like, level one. Well, yeah, and, like, so for, like, the first two levels, you could just, like, free roam and walk around. And then, like, the third level is just mostly, there's, like, three different stages of sliding down sand that you can't traverse back up. And so... They've placed all of the stuff in those locations on those like sand sliding. Well, obviously. Cards. So I'm like, oh, so I miss one on the first slide down, and and then I'm like, oh, well, I can't get back up there, so I restart the map, and I get that one, and then I get the next one, and then I'm going down the the sec the uh, the third slide, or the second slide, and there's one there, and I miss that one. I'm like, oh god, so I restart the map, and I miss it again because I jumped off the wrong place, so I restart the map again. And then when I go for it, it's not even there. <laughs> and I was like, okay, fine. Forget it. I'm done with these power-ups. I'm just going to find, I'm just going to collect the ones that I see like out, like plain as day. I don't care anymore. I hate this game. <laughs> and so like, if they're going to like, like remove spawning stuff as I'm uh, anyway. So then the other thing that bothered me about the game is the other dudes that end up in your game. 
right? Like I knew you were going to say that, but go on. I so okay, so you do very little in this game, right? You walk forward and you activate things. And what really sucks is when you're playing this thing for the first time and some jerk is ahead of you activating all the things. So now there's not even that that I'm doing. I'm just walking forward following this joker who's like already doing the only thing I can do in this game. <laughs> it's like it's like if you were like playing Mario and somebody just like got all the coin boxes for you. Yeah, and killed all the enemies. <laughs> and like also built bridges over the all pits. The jumps. <laughs> you just like push right. Like, oh, great. Now I'm just walking forward and yay. Like, <laughs> that's what the game ends up being whenever you've got some guy who's like probably playing through it just to get all the power ups. And so when one of the times when I reloaded to do another power up run on that slidey part, I just started. I saw another dude in there and I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to activate all this stuff. Ha! <laughs> I'm like trying to troll trolling, the trolling other people. these other people trying to play this game. And I'm like. Oh man, this is not a good game. This is, <laughs> this is not good. This is like making me spiteful towards other players and the developers as I'm playing this. And it's just supposed to be this like calm, you know, like, like walk through sand and oh man, like, and that's, yeah. Ugh. You know, it probably would have been a lot better if you played it like the month before it was free on PlayStation Network. Probably would have been better. There would have been I, nobody else running around. If I had game. just disconnected my my PlayStation from the internet and played it that yeah. way, every game is better when there's no other people playing. That's my rule. Well, that's not true. <laughs> what? What? What's it not true for? Saints Row the Third. <laughs> that game is so much more fun with another person, and some of it is because it's totally busted. But, <laughs> but. Man. Because of all the bugs where you get stuck in ramps and whatnot. Or where you're like uh, flying in a plane and you your co-op partner says, let's do a story mission. So it brings up the prop. Do you want to do the story mission? Yeah, I do. And then it just ejects you from the plane <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, okay then. Oh, man. Yeah, it's good. Fine. And I guess what's the other one? What's the one where you're like the the grappling hooks on on everything? Oh, Just Cause? Yeah, I guess that's the other one that's better with, with multiple players. Or is yeah, that one still well, just, it, is that one just as fun single player? It's just as fun single player. Okay, well, but I, I can imagine that it's well it's been a while since I've tried the the, the multiplayer for Just Cause two. But I can't really can't really see myself going back to Just Cause 2 after 3. And the multiplayer for 3 is coming. I just don't, I'm not sure when. But uh, yeah, we'll see how that is. Okay. But yeah, there's some co-op games that are just more fun with another person. It's like yeah. Borderlands. The Borderlands games were... Borderlands 1 was just super dull. And it was only fun with another person. Uh-huh. Uh, and 2 was just a lot more fun with another person and well, but that could also suck way more with anybody else. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it's generally it's better, but that's more because the, the, the loot design was stupid and it's like, uh, Hey, the thing you see on the ground is everybody, everybody can see that. And so like, like if your friends are dicks, then you're not going to get anything good. 
I still insist that both are better without another person because I want to go through and read all of the story stuff and not just like walk up to somebody and jam on buttons and then like run in a direction and shoot guns. Like, well, I also want to do know. I need to know why I'm doing this. I can't just. And then they're like already halfway over there and the guy's dead. And I'm like, dickheads, I'm still trying to read the plot to this quest. Yeah, no, I I agree. I, I like to do that as well, which is why. Which is another one of the reasons why, like, I found, uh, like, WoW and stuff so difficult to to play because everybody that I was playing with has already been playing it for years, and so they're just like, yeah, just run the same thing over and over again, and don't bother reading it. And I'm like, and then, and then other people will talk about how there's a story in WoW, and I'm like, is there? Because I never saw it. Because <laughs> because everyone's like everyone who's played through to level you know 80 or whatever like 500 million times is like shut up just click on the quest just go we're we're we're, we could have been we've lost 10 levels today because you read that one story so let's just move it along move it along move it along yeah and you like never play before and don't get to read anything and yeah and it's just the worst and now it's just like all i know is i'm clicking on this guy and then i'm clicking on monsters till they're dead and then i'm clicking on (laughs) harvest nodes until they're dead and then i come back and click on this guy until he stops exclamation pointing me yeah and then i just stand in the marketplace for an hour yeah, this is why, again, why I love the Elder Scrolls MMO, because it was all voice acted and I would just sit there and and listen to all of the text that the person said for the quests. And if I was playing multiplayer with somebody, fuck you, I'm going to sit here and listen to this whole thing and you've got to wait on me. <laughs> <laughs> if you skipped it, too bad. I'm not moving. And if you can't kill that guy on your own, too bad. you got to wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, I played that game single player about ninety nine percent. So yeah, like a straight year of playing that game almost entirely single player. Uh huh. Even though I bought it, and you never told me you were playing it. I had beaten like the whole thing by the time you said you had it and wanted to play. That's not true. <laughs> it was pretty close. I had like three alternates though that I could have played with. Oh well. It's, there's it's free to play if we did want to go back and we did it. start uh start characters at the same level together and then you were just like like just radio silence never talk to me again about that game <laughs> yeah i don't remember what happened there <clears throat> oh well <sighs> you didn't like that game anyway i i i we only played as far enough, like far enough to get out of the tutorial zone. Oh, that's true. Well, I guess you didn't really get a fair shake, so maybe someday we'll pick it up again if you want. Maybe. Um, okay, so that's the stuff we played. Oh, yes. What? And so then we, we were talking about the App Store stuff earlier, and uh, I know you had posted a thing about the Mario. Uh, Mario coming, Mario Runner coming to the phone. Yeah, Mario Runner. One, I think people are going to be kind of disappointed whenever the Mario game comes onto the phone because I know what runners are, and I think a lot of people are just expecting to get like a free Mario Brothers game, and they're not going to get one. It's going to be something else. But craziness. Okay, so I I, I work in phone games, and so to me, like kind of understanding like how the phone market works for apps and games and stuff is kind of a big deal. But so Apple like tries to claim to have some 
sort of. I mean, it's total bullshit. Like, like their featuring process is supposed to be kind of like a fair sort of thing, and it's not really true. It's like if you're if you're a company that makes crap tons of money, then they're gonna cut your balls and like feature anything that you want them to do because well, yeah, if they get a taste, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously they get thirty percent of any any money that any game or whatever they put on this store. Thirty percent? Yeah, that's how the app store works. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yes. So you understand if there's a billion dollar app company that <laughs> that that means yes. But, yeah, well, of course they're gonna put them on the top page. Right, like, right, exactly. So buy this, <clears throat> jerks. Yeah. So I mean, if your if your name rhymes with Supercell or King, you know, then yeah, if you put out a new game, they'll feature it for a month for you on a giant freaking banner that no other company is ever gonna get. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. But they they took it to a new level with Nintendo because. I assume it's because Pokemon Go exploded to like such crazy popularity. And so now they're like, oh, we're frothing at the mouth to get any more Nintendo content on our on our store. Yeah. But this is the first time there's like a fucking pre-order kind of situation on the App Store. And I brought it up just so you could see. But like the Mario game isn't actually available yet. Right. But it's on the App Store featured already. It's got a listing in the store. And you, instead of downloading it, there's a button that says notify. Holy so, like, crap. Literally, you're like pre-ordering a free-to-play game, and it's just going to send you a message or some shit whenever you hit the notify thing that the game is out and that you can go download it. This is ne- I have never seen this before. I don't think this existed. I think they made this feature just for this game. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And it's like... New games that we love. It's still at the very front of the list, and it's going to be there until it comes out, and who knows for how long after that. <laughs> New games we love. A thing that hasn't come down. Yeah, yet. it's like, literally, and it's like, it's the banner on the top. They, they, it's like, they've totally branded the App Store with just the Super Mario thing. It's like, so getting shoved down your throat right now. Wow. And you can't even get it yet. That's how crazy it is. And look, Pokemon Go up there at the top as well, because... Yes, that's their new golden child is Nintendo. Uh, so yeah, man, I can't believe Nintendo doesn't get a cut of Pokemon Go. <laughs> that's yeah, that seems like some terrible. Uh, I'm sure they did some contract negotiation for the Super Mario Run or something. Like they they clear. Hopefully, they've got a better contract with that one because yeah, I imagine like some Nintendo guy was like, "Are oh, you making a game based off of that?" Uh, what is a what is what is a ingress? The ingress. Nobody plays that. Nobody's gonna play this Pokemon. Yeah, you can you can use the Pokemon license. Nobody's gonna play this. And then it exploded because it has Pokemon on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Instead of just like arbitrary portals or whatever, it's like just Pokemon themed stuff. So, wow, still blows my mind that that people care about that, but. I never, I never thought much of Pokemon, so that's people still playing it. Yeah, yeah. What I think is funny is that like you can you can already tell that there are like we're on the cusp of all of the copycats for Pokemon Go, and and I would never copycat that game. No, because you're, it's not going to go anywhere. No, like you're not going to get. You're not going to see anything from a clone of Pokemon. Go. Even a Digimon clone is still not going to be good. Yeah, it's just going to be it's it's going to be 
it's you're, gonna you're gonna, be, you're gonna see like six or seven like like companies trying to like hop on the like walk around and collect stuff bandwagon and it's just gonna go like it's yeah, not gonna they're gonna be so t- like i mean again they're gonna be as terrible as all of the pokemon cartoon clones like seriously who watched digimon i don't know i'm sure there's some guy out there who's like raging angry that like oh digimon was so much better than pokemon because some fucking stupid reason we don't care about but yeah and then there's i mean there's there were several of those pokemon clones that were tv shows and video games and none of them were like ever a big hit yeah no none of them got a sequel none of them got like 17 different versions of seasons yeah none of them got like in theater movies yeah yeah no pokemon was just a bigger cultural thing in in general uh yeah other i don't know yeah i uh i i i know it's gonna happen because that's how so many game companies work is they just look at what look at what sold and then try to like hop on that money like like, like they did with uh mmos and like they did with mobas like but yeah. You know, once you've got an established like user base of people, you know it's like WoW numbers have dwindled, but like no other MMO has approached WoW levels of success because mm-hmm. they've either been just bad or too much like WoW or whatever. But or there just wasn't enough there to satisfy the people who were already so invested in wow yeah you know, which is like the same kind of when you're targeting when you're trying to leech the same market like the this the amount of money that people have already money and time people have already put into one thing like they're not going to just abandon that yeah and they might give your game you know the time of day but if you don't have like those those people are also going to just consume your stuff so fast like faster than you think they're going to. So you you're going to spend like, you know, a billion dollars on, you know, like four weeks worth of content and they're going to they're just going to eat that and then go back to wow. You know? Sure, I did get through that whole I I got through all of the Elder Scrolls storylines in a year. Yeah. It is true. And but again, they sold me because one it was Elder Scrolls, which I'm a much bigger fan of than Blizzard stuff anyway. Yeah. But also it was voice acted content. And like a ninety, like a hundred percent single player main story experience, which was the best part. Like, I completed everything except for the dungeons that were like pretty much literal. You need four other people to to complete this dungeons. Yeah, and like a totally soloable MMO. That was the that was basically what they sold me on. Which I know sounds retarded, but that was a selling point for me. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's it's weird. Honestly, I think it's great. I think solo MMOs is like the wave of the future because it's like there's like a sense of activity going on, but it's not. But it's it's other. I mean, it's real other people, and there's like a lot of hustle and bustle going around. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I can still just play this game and not have it ruined by other people. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, that's part of why I enjoyed that City of Heroes game was. You're, you know, you're running around and stuff, but then you've got like all of these other superheroes just kind of like 
bouncing around or flying by and stuff. And it's like, oh, this is kind of neat. Yeah. Yes. I want the other players just for ambience, not for interaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, like Grand Theft Auto levels of population, but in an Elder Scrolls setting. Yeah. Because the Elder Scrolls games themselves seem pretty um, Spartan as far as. Yeah, I, I think a lot of it is, comes down to like their AI is way too like CPU intense. Oh, it's yeah. like playing Fallout, like whenever I'm, oh, God, I really am like disappointed that I played to the point that the, uh, I should have done, I should have done more uh, completionist stuff before the uh, Brotherhood of Steel showed up. Because now, like, anytime I fast travel anywhere, like, their stupid fucking airships show up and they start blasting everything and just ruins my, like, whole flow of being totally stealthy and headshotting stuff before they even see me. Because now, like, there's just a bunch of idiots running around crazy and planes exploding. And it's, but it's like, there's so many, like, AI things, like, interacting with each other that, like, the game just, like, bogs down. Like, I can, like, look. Like, if I look to the left where there's nothing, then it's fine. I look over here where, like, all those idiots are, like, shooting at each other. Then it just, like, slows down. Oh. It's like, oh, you stupid assholes. <laughs> stupid Brotherhood of Steel. Kill these guys. I, I don't know. I kind of like that because that's, so, that's when the game starts to feel, like, alive. You know, uh -huh. like, st st stops feeling like just some, like, uh, desolate diorama of, you know, wasteland. And actually seems like, oh, people are here and they're doing things. And I mean, yeah. sure, most of what they're doing is blasting each other, but at least it's something. Right. Yeah, I don't know. For me, it was, a lot of, it was it was a little frustrating for me because whenever you're doing like, you know, if, if you do five times the damage when you're stealthy and now all of a sudden you're not like that's a total pain in the ass whenever somebody comes in, like fucks up all your shit and now you can't stealth kill them anymore. Are they like attacking you? Because like I can still be stealthy whenever they're they just run around. like like if the plane comes in like behind me and then the crowd of mobs idiots like comes out of the building like charging at me. Yeah, they're gonna see me now because I'm <laughs> in the middle of this crossfire of dickheads. <laughs> and so now it's like great, all that all that whole strategy is shot now because the fucking metal idiot brigade is here to ruin my day. <laughs> Like, you were helping. like, no, I could have killed them all and they wouldn't have even seen me. <sighs> what did you say? Was it Metal Dick Brigade? <laughs> yes. Okay, because that might be the title of the episode. <laughs> Metal Dick Brigade. That's what they are. Yeah. No, that's def that's totally true. <laughs> I mean, that's, uh, yeah. They did that. They did that to you too. You know it. Well, they did. They didn't interrupt my flow nearly as much. Um, yeah. But usually they were off in the distance, and they didn't just fly right. Yeah, over I mean that so. happens a lot too. Like even when like you activate the Minutemen, they're like there's way, but there's way less of them than there were the than than there were the Brotherhood. But I think it's probably because they weren't like these giant like get to the choppers like flying around blasting and everything yeah it's like three guys with guns that maybe get killed by the time you get to where they're to where you're going so the the ai like resets anyway like the minuteman was actually fine because it's like oh they got killed by the super mutants so i've just got a couple of free like laser muskets i can pick up oh i 
I guess I didn't realize that they wandered around because I feel like I only ever saw dead Minutemen. <laughs> no, they did. They wandered around. And sometimes they won and they would like clear an area. No. But most of the time they don't. No, I Minutemen don't, are not very good. I don't think they ever won. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not good. I mean, if they well, won. Well, yeah, because they're just guys in hats. If they won, it was because I showed up and like killed everything to help them. No, there was one time they cleared like one spot um without my help. But yeah. But yeah, it's it's mostly it's just free laser muskets. Which yeah. Was what the Minutemen did. And free hats. And free hats. Yeah. Yes. What were we talking about? Mario? Mario. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but so we were talking about like 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 augmented reality games and stuff. Oh, so yeah. I do think if what in like the like the fake the fake Pokemon's is never going to happen, but like the or, or, oh you not, mean is, yeah that's never going to take off yeah. But what I do think, and I would totally download this and play, is the augmented reality Zelda game where. I walk around with my phone and I see like cl- like tufts of grass and I slash that shit to get rupees, you know, and then I go to a location to like go buy like a new armor piece or something. And there's like some way that like I hook shot crap, you know, stuff like that, like totally eat that up. If there's some way that they figured that that business out. So you, you want some kind of AR fruit ninja? Not like in like. You, I, I think you could make like an augmented reality like dungeon kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, they've they've already done that with like, uh, they did that with like Doom like years ago. I mean, it wasn't with cell phones because cell phones just weren't there yet. But like, they could remake that thing for cell phones, mm-hmm. and yeah. But they they basically set up like a Doom map, you know, using GPS and augmented reality stuff and walk around and but do that kind of business. I think that would be awesome. Like you walk into a park and like you look around and like you see a dungeon and you actually have to like hook shot things to like set off some switches and then like that opens up the chest in the middle or something. You wouldn't play that? Or there's like some kind of a boss that you've got to like, you know, move your thing around and like aim to fire the dongo bombs or some crap. Yeah, Maybe. I at least I I'd give it a shot more readily than I would the Pokemon thing. <clears throat> yeah. Have you heard about any of those like uh VR uh simulation rooms? You know what I'm talking about? No, but I I had this idea like I I want to I think that would be great. Like you you put up like some some walls and stuff, uh-huh. right? And then it would this this is me just describing it. I have not heard about it. This is the thing that I thought of in my head. But like you just build like here's some walls and here's some like like props and obstructions and stuff, right? And yeah. then you'd put on like a helmet and it would just it would show like a VR situation. That way, like if there's a wall, you don't just walk through it. You would actually like run into an obstruction or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I totally want that. Like that okay, yeah, that's to, a, that needs that's, to be re- the replacement for laser tag. Yeah, that's a real thing that exists now. Yeah, I want to do and, that. And uh and they yeah, they have like a uh I forget what it was for, but um yeah, they 
they have like, you know, they've got the fake walls and stuff and they've got like half height cover and different other obstacles and things. But they also do stuff where they'll like have like uh, air jets and stuff that like like blast you in the face or that kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah. And you run around and you've got like a gun and you can like shoot things and run through this environment. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, that's again, like I said, that I think that's like the replaces laser tag, replaces paintball kind of kind of thing. Yeah. But I like the idea of like you you have like the certain wall setups and you can do different themes. So like this one is, you know, you're like you're playing kind of like the Wolfenstein run around shooting. Yeah. But you could also switch it to where it's like a dungeon kind of slaying thing. And, you know, instead of, instead of it being like just a arena shooter or something, now it's like you're a co-op team and you have to go like fight monsters together or something. Yeah. That's some kind of left for dead. Yeah, exactly. Like there's I think there's lots of different ways. And you just say like, here's the level layout. Yeah. You know, or, or even like, I mean, obviously kind of elaborate if you're doing like the Jets of Air and stuff. But I thought like for me, it would be cool if it was like something where the the walls and stuff are like on kind of like a roller system. So it's really easy to like move them and shift them and and go like layout one, layout two or something so that it's a little bit different each time you go through it. Oh, yeah. And if you could just like shift, like uh, shift individual ones, you could just you could get any number of different combination yeah there's like just do a lot more like something like that with it yeah, yeah. no that could be a, a pretty fun attraction yeah i think that'd be i think it'd be good yes not quite a holodeck but you know yeah slowly slowly getting there it's a step in the right direction yes you get it to where people like the idea and want more technology in that way because like i think that's the problem with like vo right now is it's like you know i don't I don't know if it's to the point where it's like it's it feels like it's mainstream enough. Like what they've got is not mainstream enough to get people in general really excited about it. Well, and it, it's really expensive and there's a there's a lot of SKUs that you can purchase. Um, you know, because there's. There's the Oculus, there's the Vive, and now there will be the PlayStation, the, the VR. PlayStation VR. And then Microsoft's got some kind of VR th- thing up their sleeve. I just, I don't know what it is, but I just, I, I expect it to be terrible. But that's just because I feel like it's going to be like the Connect version of VR and just like somehow just yeah. be awful. Um, <laughs> so then it's, it's sort of like, and in, in each, each of these different devices has um, different, software that's available on it you know and especially for the the stuff that's on like steam and and the oculus store like uh so much of that's just garbage like well so i mean i i think i i'm a little more optimistic about the playstation one because i think one it will probably be curated a little bit better for sure than the steam one. I'm well, not... definitely better than Steam. Steam just lets anything go now. Yeah, it's gotten so crazy. But I think, yeah, I think it'll be a little curated a little bit better. But I also, uh, I think it'll, I don't know, more people have PlayStations than they do maybe like $3,000 computers that can run. Yeah, that's VR. kind of the, the thing is that the install base is already there. So then to get them to, and the thing's only going to be like $400 maybe, is that right? Yeah, I don't know. So, so that's a, 
like that's half the price of the Oculus, and the Oculus is like uh, even a few hundred dollars less than the the Vive. So it's it's the cheapest VR solution, and it's on a system that so many people already have. Yeah, I think it's going to be the one that like defines the mainstream VR thing. And if it sells well, like if it takes off, <clears throat> then I think VR can be a thing. But but we're probably like several, you know, probably like six months out from like seeing how that fares. Because even the stuff that's releasing on that is like experiences, like not real games, uh-huh. you know. So it's like how many more, how many more, uh, like rail shooters or shooting galleries, uh, can you do like before? I don't know. Or things where the game is just like physics simulation, toss stuff around and it's goofy. How is it not like a Mike Tyson's punch out? There is several of those. There is. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. No kicking. We don't have feet controllers. Can you use the PlayStation VR just as like a display for regular games? Or do they have to be PlayStation VR capable? I have no idea. Because if I could get like a good stereoscopic 3D like experience for a regular game out of that, that could be really cool. Yeah, I don't know. It was definitely something that the... I mean, you're talking like if you were to play like like Fallout or something, for example. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there's definitely... It seems like you'd have to go heavily like patch or mod Fallout to be able to run in VR. Because it's just it's just not developed engine-wise for that. Like there's a lot, there's a lot going on there because there's the... You know, like you have to get it to display like two. Yeah, I don't know how much you would need to display the two offset images exactly. Well, I mean, there's a lot. There's like cam. I mean, there's a camera. Yeah. There's like all kinds of just how. I mean, if you, you know, if you make a game, you know, there's like here's where the camera is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, here's your. I mean, you'd have to set up. Now there's two cameras. Right. So there's definitely a, like a lot of work you'd have to go back development wise to go fix that stuff. Yeah. Well, but a lot of um a lot of games are set up for like 3D output for 3D TVs. I wonder how similar that is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know enough about stereoscopy. <clears throat> yeah, there's also a lot of controller input stuff too that doesn't exist, right? Because you'd have to replace mouse movement scrolling with head movement right to look around to look up down left right right now that's just move your mouse i'm talking on the playstation well it's the same thing though instead of moving the control stick it has to map to well what if it didn't right like what if i'm saying it's just like it just displays and you still control it with your well then i think it's going to feel janky and weird that you can't look up to look you can't physically move your head up to look up. You have to move the controller. It's just going to feel wrong. I, uh, 
I don't know. I, I've I never. That's, that's probably going to be like making motion sick. I've never had the opportunity to try that. So I don't know if it does feel bad. I just have people telling me they think it would feel bad. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we could wrap it up. <laughs> um, so, um, Metal Dick Brigade, was that it? Metal Dick Brigade, yeah. 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 I can't remember what the first one we said was. Something about Batman. I think. Was it? I don't remember. Obviously, it's not, not as memorable as Metal Dick Brigade. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. All right. All right. Well.